0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back or welcome to Let's Talk About Mental Health, the only podcast where teenagers are working to stigmatize mental health. I'm your host, Miles, and today's special guest is Rosalie. Before we jump into today's conversation, I'd like to start off by asking, How are you doing today, Rosalie?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
0: I am doing well. Thank you for asking. Now, for those who are new, I'd like to just go over the rundown of what we do in this podcast. So for the first section, so like 15 minutes, we have a interview interviewee style where I ask Rosalie questions about our topic today and she answers. And then our second portion is kind of just an open conversation where we discuss our experiences and just overall just talk to each other freely without any questions and then the last five minutes of the podcast we will play a game a fun little game to end off the podcast so today's um subject is or topic is something very prevalent today it's equality now the first question I wanted to ask you Rosalie is do you think that the COVID has kind of stunted our movement toward a whole community, a whole united front of the world?
1: I would say so. I think that if people go out and protest right now during a pandemic, somebody um, who may be opposing to them is going to take that and get really mad at them about it and it makes it hard for people to come together um, and not see going out to protest as like the other side per se, getting mad at them for going out to protest and then they go out and protest and then the other side gets mad. And it's also just hard to unite during a time like right now because everybody is so separated and um it's hard to be with people who um maybe share the same views as you or are fighting for the same things as you um yeah I think I think it definitely has
0: yeah and especially um the past election I think has really kind of put a like a roadblock in our kind of trying to go towards a better society mm-hmm. because obviously everyone has different views and I feel like both sides, no matter what side you're on, haven't expressed their feelings um, in an appropriate manner where we can kind of come to a middle ground and especially today as a minority or as a woman or anyone besides basically a straight white man it's very hard to have your voice heard especially in a pandemic when everyone is struggling do you feel like there has been a time where you haven't um felt like you've had a voice
1: definitely I think it's really hard um for me I live in Vermont so it's basically Um, an all-white state. We're the least diverse state um, in the United States, Um, and um, coming from somebody who is um, Mexican, and who is adopted, and who's Jewish, living in um, a predominantly white state, it's really hard to find people who maybe are like you, And who actually care to listen to your opinion. Um, I definitely have found those people, but um, it's really hard to see sometimes people that just so blatantly don't want to listen to me or somebody who is a person of color or is a part of a minority just because of us not believing or looking how they think people should. Um, And I think it's just, especially for people who are part of a minority and in places where um, maybe other people have significantly different views, it's hard to have a voice that's heard. I think um, here there definitely are people who have the views that I do, but um, there's also people who definitely do not. And it's a really stark difference to see um, very far left people and very far right people because like going back to the previous question, um, people during a pandemic just spent so much time in their own houses by themselves and not talking with anybody else about these issues that, and only getting their information from certain places or certain people, it kind of, I don't wanna say it made them, but it enforced um, kind of being more closed-minded and not wanting to hear other people's opinions. So they don't even wanna start having the conversation that maybe there is something wrong with how our country has been kind of going along for the past hundred years and that maybe we might kind of have to change it and they don't even want to start having that conversation just because it's so it's just such a hard thing to start and it's uncomfortable but at some point we're gonna have to have it
0: and I definitely um, for me I definitely feel like there has been some sort of not like blockage but I feel like especially older people like our parents kind of have been blocking us from like the reality for a long time for example like the recent Black Lives Matter movement I personally didn't realize especially it's sad because especially as a POC I didn't realize how bad police brutality was and I feel like that's um a source of not being educated by anyone and that's definitely like you said a conversation we need to be having because especially as young teenagers in a pandemic and in a world where e- um, equality is not something we have at the moment we need to learn how we can fix that as we get older and we become figures in the world so do you have have you ever felt like people in your life especially older figures have kind of blocked you from those resources to get information where you can kind of better educate yourself on things
1: yeah I think I'm really lucky I grew up with parents who um have the same beliefs that I do um but I also think they are they're not um not old-fashioned, but, like, they're um, from an older generation, so they've seen how the world has changed, and both of them have been a part of movements for the world and how we've been doing things to change, Um, and I'm really glad I had that from them, but there are definitely people, other adults and elders in my life, who maybe are sticking to the way we have been doing things and have different beliefs than I do and that I've come to build for myself, Um, where they don't either. They think that my voice doesn't matter because either I'm too young or I don't know what I'm talking about. And I think as person of color it's really hard to be told um, from your older members of your family who are not part of that community that your opinion doesn't matter and that it's just because you're a teenager and you're a woman so you're being moody it's really hard um, to have your aunts and uncles um, be like who don't know what it's like because they're straight white people, um, haven't really ever had to deal with um, many hardships who grew up in the upper middle class. um, They, not saying that maybe they've gone through struggles but not the struggles that a person of color would go through or a person um, who's living Um, in a time like right now.
0: Yeah, and I feel like that's, I, like you, I have two um, parents who do share the same beliefs as me, and I, I definitely am lucky, like you said, and I also kind of, at the same time, am not so lucky, in a way, I'm not saying that I'm not grateful for everything that they've done in terms of giving me the opportunity to make opinions for myself and better educate myself. But they have, for example, my mom, she is not a person of color. And I feel like, especially since I'm a teenager, she kind of can sometimes disregard what I'm saying And that's not her being malicious or it's her intent to, but it's just her brushing it off. And that's kind of the way that they've been brought up where maybe they haven't had the chance to talk to other people about their opinions. So therefore, they're kind of just projecting it on us where they just kind of brush it off. And I don't think that's the best way of doing things, because if we are not talking about things and trying to educate other people about things, the world's not going to get any better. It's just going to continue to get worse.
1: Like what I said, I, I grew up, you know, in a pretty liberal state. Um, and both my parents um, were always voting for the Democratic people in elections and things, but I was really little. I didn't really know what that meant. Um, I was just like, two people voting, yay. Um, but I think in the past year, year and a half, um, you said this earlier, but like, I had no idea how much racism is still so prevalent in our society and that it just goes so unnoticed and has for so long, even though so many people um, fought like during the civil rights movement for those rights and for the right to have their voices heard. And it's just kind of being thrown away. And it's um, really hard to see right now. So many people just are like, well, it's like, people say this a lot like it's not affecting me so like whatever and I think for people who aren't part of a minority right now in this time it's really really easy to say that and to say I I don't like I can't handle anymore like I'm out but it's so so important that we don't do that and like maybe you, you do the minimum, you do the absolute minimum, you donate $5 to a charity. And that's, that may not seem like a lot, but it's so much. And like, if you can't handle anything, donate, make a sign, make a poster, anything. And if there's, more, if you can do more than that, it's so nice and amazing to see that, other people really care because right now it's like nobody cares like yeah just I don't know it's
0: no yeah I totally get where you're coming from and I think especially in our generation it's kind of a mixed thing because you have people such as us who are very Um, we share the same similar views and we're very um, left-minded and we kind of think about like the bigger picture of the world and everyone in it but there's also other people in this generation who are very much closed-minded and not saying that all right-leaning people are but they tend to not want to educate themselves on matters that need to be um, spoken about talked about and I think especially another thing I want to move into is um, anti-semitism because that also plays a big part of it and I know we're both um, Jewish teenagers and I've experienced anti-semitism and it's not even like I said about the maliciousness it's just because they haven't educated themselves on why that's not okay and I just it infuriates me so have you ever felt like you've been attacked but it hasn't been necessarily like malicious it's just been kind of maybe a microaggression or it's just an uneducated person talking
1: I think a lot of it comes from and I don't use this word as like oh they're like an idiot but it's like kind of um, this like stupidity and not like as like, oh, they're a stupid person. It's just not knowing and it's being ignorant. And it's not like, oh, they're a terrible person. And like you said, like they mischievously like plotted this whole thing. It's just like the microaggressions because people aren't educated and they don't know, like, like they don't, they've, people in our generation, like, it's so surprising. I was, this happened like three days ago. I was in history class and my teacher said that we were going to start learning about World War II when we came back. And she was like, yeah, we're going to start, we're going to talk about the rise of Hitler and the Holocaust. And somebody was literally like, wait, what's the Holocaust? And I was like, it, it just astonished me. Like, I don't, I don't understand how people don't, know what that is my like like i just it it seems like it was like it just it it blew my mind that that people don't know what it is and just because they don't know what it is i know that there's probably going to be something said that is comes out as anti-Semitism, even though it's not being plotted as mischievous or anything like that. It's just happens because they don't know what it is. And that happened to me. Um, We had learned about um, World War II before and we had talked about the Holocaust and Judaism, I think in eighth grade and there were, I don't remember the exact things that were said, but there were many times where it was, I I was the only Jewish person in my class. And it was always, I was the only Jewish person in like the entire school. And it was always, hey, Rosalie, do you know this? Hey, Rosalie, do you know that? And it gets really tiring um, having to explain everything and having to explain things to the teacher. on why you shouldn't talk about that so blatantly in front of, and it's, it's religion is one of those things that like you can't really look at someone and say what their religion is. And maybe the teacher assumed there's no Jewish kids in this class because I don't, I try not to go around. When I, when I was in eighth grade, I I wasn't scared, but I didn't I didn't want to really tell people. Yeah, like I'm Jewish. I just didn't feel the need to because there were a lot of kids in my class who were Catholic and who were either very Catholic or very Christian, and I it it felt very, I felt really distant from other people um, and to be called out by your teacher on all the little things um, in Judaism and to talk about the Holocaust in front of your class without any warning, just to be called up in front of the class and talk about your experience with like growing up as a Jew and learning about the Holocaust like it's obviously I wasn't I wasn't there but like my grandparents um, their parents were in the Holocaust and it's it's not my trauma but it's growing up and I didn't I don't know I just it, it's just those type of things that you don't put a, I don't know how, how old I was, but you don't put an early teenage girl in front of her entire class and make her talk about um, her religious group of people's horrible, horrible trauma that they went through. It's kind of like, it hurts and it's, I don't know. I just don't think. And there were so many passive aggressive questions asked of me after that, because everybody knew. And I was like, and it's just because they don't know. And because I was like mumbling and like, because <laughs> what are you supposed to say when that happens? Um, I don't know. Just- Again, like, it, I didn't go through it, but knowing that, you know, two generations before me went through that is really hard. And to just be told, yeah, tell your entire class, your family, and your religious, like, past traumas, not ideal. And it's... it's it's not like he, the teacher was like purposefully trying to hurt me or make me nervous. It's just cause, and it's really surprising that the teacher wouldn't realize the extent of how hard that might be for somebody.
0: Yeah, and that's not something anyone should um, be go through. And those are educators and that's kind of very scary that they don't know what's wrong and what's right especially when they're teaching especially middle schoolers because that's when young minds are growing and they're learning so if that's the example that they're being set by then it's just scary to think about so i want to wrap up this section of the podcast and i want to um continue into our open discussion. So yeah. So first of all, thank you for sharing that um your experiences because I'm sure for our listeners who might not be educated that was a great example for them. And let's see. I want to let me I might give an example of a time I experienced anti-Semitism. So let's oh so in eighth grade i was in class and we again we're talking about the holocaust and two we had emissaries from israel come in and talk about their experiences as israeli jews and they knew me personally because they were at the um, the Hebrew school that I went to um, during middle school. And so they pointed me out and they said hi, and I said hi because they were very sweet. And after I, I went up to say hi, they came back. I came back and these two kids started giggling, and they kept asking me highly inappropriate questions. And Uh, I think another thing they said was like, oh, you're a Jew? You don't look like a Jew. And it was like, it was more annoying than it was hurtful because I knew that they were just dumb teenage boys. And it didn't really affect me, but it was just really annoying. And it kind of angered me that they were doing that, trying to impress their friends.
1: Yeah, I think, especially, I think I kind of said this before, like you can't look at somebody and be like, oh, they're Muslim or Jewish or Christian. You can't, you don't know. Um, And I think that's a main reason why you can ask a polite question like, oh, I didn't know you were Jewish. If you ever like, could we talk about it sometime? Like I I would have no problem telling people about what I've been through or what my religion is but when like what happened to you and that's happened to me as well like you don't look like a Jew or you don't look like you would be Jewish or like are you sure somebody's asked me are you sure I'm like I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I don't know what you want me to like like it, it just feels really like invalidating to be like oh like Like, I know I don't look like, I I don't look like you. Like, I know know I'm not maybe your idea of what a Jewish person looks like, but there is, like, no what a Jewish person looks like. And it's, it's just, yeah. It just feels, like, super invalidating to be, like, oh. You know when people say that, like, oh. And they like roll their eyes, and yeah. I don't know. Just it's hard, and I can imagine for like other religions and stuff, it must be hard too. But I don't know. For me, it's it feels just like you said, like not necessarily like like an act of like visible anti-semitism but it's just like the annoy the like annoyance of being questioned so much um is hard
0: so yeah it's it's just it's annoying and oh, um, another thing that i can attest to is racism more than anti-semitism because i don't know i've just had more experiences with that I, so over COVID, I, well, first off over COVID, I started better educating, on my, better educating myself, especially since I'm half black, I would, I wanted to see better ways I can help the black community. And I took like a DNA test and I want to learn more about my my heritage and stuff like that and me and my mom went to black lives matter protests downtown and all these things kind of i feel personally it kind of bettered my not only understanding of humans and like just life in general but it also helped me i feel become a better person because i felt really good that i was doing stuff like i donated and i put Black Lives Matter things and I educated my dad it it just felt really empowering to me that me as a teenager and other teenagers around me were doing that because I don't think other generations could could have done as much impact as we have mm-hmm. especially in these times so back to what I was saying about the racism thing i I've experienced racism a couple times, but something some thing that sticks out in my mind at the moment is social media, and social media is, can be very toxic, and it's a great way for racists to say what they want to say without having any repercussions, and this kid happened to go to my school, and he was posting something about Black people loving Trump and how he's doing so much for the Black community. And I just simply, I was very respectful. I slid up and I was like, hey, just so you know, I know that you can't speak personally for the Black community because you aren't a person of color. But I just wanna say that I personally feel like this is false and I gave him a couple of resources. And this kid had a past of being a total asshole. So I knew it wasn't gonna be a great response, but I just wanted to do my part as a human being and not just sit back and watch at him do that. And he responded with a variety of racial slurs and homophobic slurs. And it was like kind of a shock to me because no one had ever disrespected they've disrespected me in that way before but it was just kind of shocking because I wasn't even being rude and I know that sounds stupid like oh I wasn't being rude so they shouldn't have been rude but like it was a total shock for me and I was kind of taken aback and I think I responded with some like smart ass comment but I because I was kind of annoyed but these this This group, these groups of kids and him being included have also verbally assaulted my friends. They have verbally assaulted people of color. Fact that they continue to back up what they say with, for example, the N-word, oh, it's just a word. Well, do you know what that word even means? It's not just a word. No. Do you know what the F-slur means and why it was created? No. So it's just those things really annoy me because these kids are also the kids who are being rewarded for their good behavior in school and getting all like the special like honors awards and it's hard to like sit back and think these kids aren't good people and they shouldn't be I know the um administration can't see that without knowing what's going on but it's just it infuriates me
1: mm-hmm. me as well i you know i agree social media has made um teenagers and you could say gen z um, people who um, are racist made um it easier for them to say things without um actually saying it to the person's face and saying terrible things without um, actually ever having to see the person that they're um, hurting. Um, I had, let's go see. I had somebody who believed all lives matter, um they i posted something in my story about why it was wrong to say that all lives matter which i believe i don't think it's right to say that um and i said she was like how can you say that like i like when i say all lives matter it means everybody and i was like do you like actually know what why all lives matter was created um, like, that's not what it means at all. And I gave her a list, I was, and she, she told me, um, all lives matter, get yourself effing educated, you B word. Um, and I was just like, you realize when you say all lives matter, that was created because people had a problem with black people fighting for their lives basically um and I was like if you say all lives matter then the children at the border should matter the people in impoverished countries matter then the homeless people matter then healthcare for everybody should matter and you can't just be like Oh, all lives matter and all lives matter, except the ones that I don't think should, it's kind of just picking and choosing. (laughs) And I think that's truly disgusting that um, you can say that, and then also be blatantly racist to so many people. Um, I had also somebody, Tell me when I posted something about um, how children and were being separated from their families at the border and how ice is terrible. Um, they made a joke about how um, basically people of color um, from Latin America and um, from Central America don't belong in the United States. And we're making constant jokes about swimming across like the Rio Grande and stuff like that. And jokes about how they should all just get shot down on like the fences um, of the border. And I was like, it just astonishes me that people can say that and like sleep at night. Cause it's just like what like how can you be so ignorant and just blatantly blatantly disrespectful to just other human beings who have like the same blood the same organs the same everything and except their outsides like we're still the same thing it's just you have this deep deep rooted hatred and it's so hard to believe that people do until you see it and i don't know it's just so weird cuz i there's so many people fighting right now for like social change and social justice Um, But then to see that there are still people like that is really hard.
0: Yeah, and it's just, again, like, I know I keep saying it's infuriating, but it is absolutely infuriating, and especially when people like us are the only ones trying to do anything about it, and like this podcast, this is what this podcast is for, is to give people more resources to maybe even learn how they can better their mental health and by the stuff we discuss. And I feel kind of, I I do feel hurt that this is happening because it's not only, I'm not necessarily hurt because it's affecting me personally but it's affecting my friends, it's affecting people I love, and I know people who have taken their own life because of things like racism and anti-Semitism and uh, um, other forms of racism, and I, it's just appalling to me, especially when there's no repercussions, whether it's online, whether it's in person and yeah that's that's all i have to say about that because it's just
1: like after that happened i'm really glad um that like i had my parents even though a lot of that what i was speaking about happened um like at the height of quarantine um but i had my parents and i told them and they like they could just sit with me and be like like, you can't, like, you can't do anything, like, there's nothing, and it's really hard to hear people say, like, there's nothing you can do, Um, because a lot of people say that, Um, and I think at that time, I was just, I wasn't in a good mental state either, so I was just, like, I can't handle another thing, Um, but I'm glad I had, like, like we talked about earlier, like I have parents who believe the the same things as I do. So it was good to have people who could take care of me and could, who I could tell without having to be worried that they wouldn't agree with how wrong that was.
0: Yeah. And back to what you said about having people like, again, like your parents or your friends, having that group of people that you know that you can talk to and you know that share the same views as you is very very helpful and I know some people don't have that and it's very sad but I'm I know I'm very grateful to have those people in my life where I can talk to and I can reach out and I know I have a few people close friends that I know have been affected by this, especially during COVID. So uh, every so often I like to just check in on them and see how they're doing because I know it can be tough. So as we wrap up this open conversation, first off again, I just like to thank Rosalie for sharing her experiences because I know for some people it can be tough to openly discuss about that, especially when we're obviously not in person, we're on zoom. and so as we wrap up this podcast i like to finish with the game because i like to end on a happy note so for today's game it's who am i so i will find a character and i will give rosalie hints on who it is and she will have to guess it so the first hint is i'll give you a hint i'll give big shoes they have big shoes Um the clown? <laughs> um no, but on the right track of how big the shoes are.
1: How like big are we talking?
0: Like <laughs> I can, okay, I'll just give you the next hint and see okay. if you can uh see if you can um uh, uh let's do shiny nose.
1: I was I gonna say Rudolph? Um, uh, I don't know. I want to say clown, but that's um, shiny nose,
0: a Clifford, a dog. Uh, I don't know. It is an animal. I will give you that hint. It is an animal.
1: Is it like an? Is it an, Can I ask you questions? Sure. Yeah. Is it um, animated? A dog.
0: It's not a dog, but it is an animal.
1: An Animal. Can I have the next? <laughs> okay.
0: Um. Let Let me look at other pictures. Okay. They have, really. They have really big features. So if we're talking about like an animal... Is a big bird? No.
1: They, is it an animated animal or is it a real animal? Like...
0: Mm-hmm. Well, wait, wait. I, I don't want to say it directly. So I'll, I'll give you another hint and that <laughs> will answer it. Okay. So they have... They have big, big, beady eyes that, no, they have big beady eyes. I'll stick with that. (laughs) Um,
1: uh, uh, I don't know. Um... They have beady eyes. That sounds like a raccoon, um, a beaver.
0: No, okay, I'll give you one more hint, and it, it's a it's a big hint. Okay, so okay.
1: if I don't, I'm not gonna get it.
0: Their signature colors are red and black.
1: <laughs> a zebra. Um, no. It's super easy, and I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, it is super easy.
1: <laughs> Can you tell me? Alright,
0: okay. it's Mickey Mouse. I never watched Mickey Mouse. You've never watched Mickey Mouse? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, so this round, I'll give you a category, and then I'll pick a character in that category. So like animated or non-animated or real. Or... So this category is live action.
1: Uh Uh-oh, okay.
0: Okay. So, the first hint I'll give you is snow.
1: Oh. Um, I don't know. Um, um, Penguins. Um, next hint.
0: <laughs> okay. Pale skin.
1: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I never watched it.
0: Oh, well, I think you have. So I have, <laughs> I know, I, I know for a fact you have.
1: Next
0: hint. hairy legs. <laughs> like like really really furry eggs legs. oh <laughs> uh, no
1: wait what was the first one snow
0: yeah then the second one was pale skin and now furry legs
1: what in the world i don't know
0: okay i'll give you i'll give you two more hints
1: oh goodness okay
0: that's half out okay this one is good half and half
1: werewolf
0: close you're close
1: is it um
0: remember it's live action so live action um
1: werewolf is
0: it the guy is it a guy yeah Yeah. it's a guy
1: okay next hint
0: okay this will be the big hint okay (laughs) Umbrella.
1: What? <laughs> okay, I'm confused again.
0: <laughs> You're gonna be so disappointed. I, I you. know I am. Oh.
1: Just tell me. Just tell me.
0: Rosalie, it's Mr. Tumness.
1: Oh. Ah.
0: <laughs> you were, you were, okay. <laughs> that's funny, oh, yeah, this will be our last round. Okay, this is more just general it but it's colorful. they're colorful. Um, so the first hint is white belly
1: ducks <laughs> um peacock do
0: that's they have white, do they have white bellies?
1: I think. Maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, eh, um next hint, please.
0: Okay. Furry skin.
1: Birds? No. Flying squirrels.
0: <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'll give you a, a big hint. Okay, it's something that can talk that normally can't talk in real life.
1: A parrot.
0: Not in real. <laughs> they can talk in real life.
1: In real life, but yeah, when can they not talk?
0: No, they can't talk in real life, but oh. they can in this situation.
1: A parrot. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's just a bird. Uh, um, a, a dinosaur? Uh, um, I don't know.
0: I don't think, probably, it's from a TV show, but you probably, I haven't watched it, but I know what they are. So, I think you'll, it's like a pop culture thing. So, okay, I'll give you a new said Soft and cuddly.
1: Why was I going to say fairy? Um, um,
0: you probably have something of the sort
1: a but- hamster. Um, so. <laughs> a blanket wait
0: they have blanket consistency
1: they have a rabbit close guinea pig no it's a um okay sorry go
0: they sell them in okay so they sell these in stores
1: they sell them at stores yeah rabbit
0: it's from a tv show so it wouldn't just be a rabbit it would be so if you say you wanted to guess a something rabbit it would be like roger rabbit like something like oh that, you know
1: oh um I'm trying to think of things that have rabbits wait, wait okay
0: you... i'll give you another hint okay um bay okay so it starts with a c and they're two words it's two words so it starts with a c the first word and the second word that st- starts with a b a b yeah is it a bear yes
1: oh is it the fire bear
0: What's a fire bear? Oh no, not Smoky the Bear. Not Smoky the Bear. But that was it. That's a good guess, though. You're on um, the right track.
1: Okay. Oh. Teddy bear.
0: They are a teddy bear. But what <laughs> it what what's what's the brand called?
1: Teddy Bear. Remember bear. the first
0: word starts with the C.
1: Care Bear.
0: Yeah, yay! You're Care one Bear. one for three. That's good. That's one
1: good. for three. Yay!
0: Yeah. I'm glad you got that. one. Yeah, I'm, I'm really proud. Yeah, I was using this as a reference.
1: Oh, that's really cute.
0: I know. I don't think I've ever had a Care Bear. I don't think I have. I don't know. I think they smell like they have different scents, which is that's.
1: I don't want to go up for a Care Bear now.
0: That would give me nausea, though, like smelling them while you That's sleep. Okay. Well, thank you. That concludes our podcast. So thank you, Rosalie, for joining me today. Having me. Of course. And thank you all at home for listening. Please be sure to tune in for next time where we talk about a new topic with a new special guest. So with that, I would like to leave you with a good day. And I hope everyone's day or afternoon or morning is fantastic so bye everyone bye